Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello, and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for every one of you listeners. It is very cold here today, and I know I live in Canada. It's February. I should know that this is the time of the year that it's cold here, and it's cold, like minus 38 Celsius when I woke up this morning, which is something like minus 35 Fahrenheit. So yeah, think warm thoughts for my my sweet friends, because holy doodles, luckily I get to stay inside and chat with you. How did I get so lucky? Okay, so let's talk about the steps to creating your business as if by magic. And business is something that I talk about probably more than any other topic. Business is something that I, oh gosh, I love it. I love creating it. I love contributing to other people's businesses. I love, I I just love it. Love, love, love it. So these are some of the steps. Obviously, there's not three, only three steps to uh, creating your business as if by magic. These are the three that popped as I was looking at what the show desired to be about and what it desired me to share. These are the ones that popped. And these ones happen to be ones that I talk about all the time. So you can go and search my radio show on my webpage. Go to glennysuse.com and on just um, the, to the radio show section and then just Underneath the magic trick gifts, you can see there's a spot to put a word in. So you can type in business, you can type in money, you can type in sex, like whatever it is that you would like, just type it in there. And uh, all of the shows that I've done or videos that I've done with that topic uh, will pop up for you. So there's a lot. There's a lot on business. Okay, step number one. Get clear on what you would like the business to be like. Now, I don't mean you have to know inside out and backwards and you have to have it all figured out and you have to do a whole bunch of form and structure and really know everything like in list form of what you would like. That's not it. And yes, have some things that you know you would like. Like there's some things you're going to know of, would you like to work evenings? Would you like to work weekends? Would you like to uh, have the mornings off? Like what are some of the things that you do know you would like in terms of the business? Maybe you know you would like to be offering one-to-one sessions, or maybe you know you'd like to be selling a product online, or, you know, there's going to be aspects of the business, of creating the business the way you would like it to be, in terms of what you would like. Now that's, that's kind of like the first part. Now the second part of that is what would the business like? And this is where a lot of people don't really go here <laughs> because they assume that they are the business, that, they, uh, that the business is them. So if they look at what they would like, that's all they need to do. And... In my world, in my experience, in my reality, the business is a totally separate energy to me. So I don't actually have, it's not my business. In fact, if you hear me talk about it, depending on who I'm talking about it with, I will refer to it as the business. Because it's not my business. It came knocking on my door and I actually answered (laughs) There's been many things that have come knocking on my door that I didn't answer. In this case, I did answer way back in 2002. I answered the door and we have been co-creating ever since. Now, not this way though, (laughs) because I did buy the lie that I was my business for many years. So I did operate as a sole sole proprietor, we might say, uh, energetically, where it was just me and I had to control the business and I had to force it and I had to figure it out and I had to do it all myself. And, and, and I mean, I might as well because I'm better at it than anybody else and it's quicker if I do it. And <laughs> so there's all the crazy instead of going, hey, here's what I'd like. 
business, what would you like? So where you actually start asking the business questions of what it would like. Like what would be fun for the business? What is the business asking to be like? What is the business asking to sell or to have sessions of or the pricing? Like all those things that you think that you have to figure out all by yourself. What if you don't? Yeah. What if the business could contribute to you and you to it so that there's this nonstop gifting and receiving where you're truly business partners? Even if you have other business partners in the business, the business itself is part of that partnership. So the business doesn't desire to push you around or be bossy or tell you the way it is. And if you stop desiring that, if you stop choosing that, how much more can you create? So then if you look at those things that you were clear on and what you would like with regards to business, then basically it's just asking the business is, hey, does this work for you? And in my experience, and I have a lot of it, (laughs) because I work not only in my own business, obviously, but I contribute and I have all sorts of classes and, and sessions and everything with people in business. So I start communing with, you know, all sorts of businesses and so far, I haven't found a business that has uh, much different than what the person who is co-creating with it asks for. The only thing that I do often see, doesn't, isn't always the case, but I do often see, is where the person is actually limiting the business. So that's sometimes where, you know, the person is saying, yeah, I would like to have, uh, you know, actualize $5,000 a month in the business. And the business is saying, um, hello, we could be doing 12,000 a month. What are you talking about 5,000? So that's kind of the only time that I see there be maybe a discrepancy between the, the person and the business. And that's usually just, you become aware of that. The more that you're willing to commune with the business, the more you're willing to ask the business questions and honor them. <laughs> now, it doesn't mean you honor them if you don't like them. So again, we're not talking, the business isn't trying to boss you around. It's really about, for me, my, what I know is often the business is willing to be more aware than I am. So I'm not, I might be looking at, say, setting up a class in, uh, well, let's let's use this, you know, where I am right now at home uh, in February. Logic would say, it might be cold as fuck or it might be snowy or, you know, there might be lots of reasons not to have an in-person class. And guess what? If the business says yes, then the business knows something that I don't. The business isn't operating from the conclusions that I have about February in Canada. And that's really where we, where, you know, where it's going to create more if we're operating from That is from no conclusion and true, just infinite awareness instead of like, oh my gosh, it's February and we can't do a class and all of that crazy. And this is where communing with the business and asking the business and and honoring what the business is asking for and clearing you're crazy about that can actually start to create so much more. In fact, and I've told this story so many times, my... Uh, one of my bar, one of my very first bars classes, I think I facilitated my first bars class in June of 2012. So this is access consciousness bars. Uh, I facilitated that first class in June of 2012. And in July of 2012, I had maybe my second or my third class. Now, July in Canada is also a conclusionary time not to have classes because it's nice outside. People want to be outside. People have no desire to be at a class. Well, I followed my business, even though I had my own points of views. I followed what she asked for. And it, to date, has been my biggest bars class. There were something like 36 people in it. So this is where you just start asking and you start, like, having a coffee date. This is what I've often called it. Like, have coffee with your business every morning. Sit down or afternoon or whenever it works for it. it doesn't have to be a set time, but really ask it those questions, those one, those things you're trying to figure out or trying to choose, ask it. And the 
the easiest way from my my experience is to keep it really simple. So keep it as yes or no questions. So you don't want to say, hey, business, uh, you know, tell me where we should have a class in 2019, what country, what date and what time. <laughs> like not like that anyway, because uh, that's those are not yes or no questions. So you'd want to be looking at, wow, oh, I've always wanted to go to Ireland. That'd be really cool to go to Ireland. Hey, business, would you like to have a class in Ireland in 2019? Yeah, okay, cool, okay. And and a yes or a no can can be lots of things. You can use muscle testing. So this is where you would. Um, you know, you could stand in front of, well, you don't have to stand in front of anything. You can stand and then you could ask the question. And what I would do first is kind of find your baseline. So stand up and just like soften your knees and just go, yes, 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 yes. For the most part, you'll go forward. Doesn't matter though, if you go backwards, just know what one is for you and then do no, 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 no. And then you'll go whichever opposite way. And that will give you the sense. Some people like to muscle test with their fingers. So if you know that way, use that way. Uh, some people like to have maybe two pieces of paper in front of them. So there's a, a yes on a piece of paper and a no on a piece of paper and they can't read them. And then they just go, uh, you know, when they ask their question, they look at the one that feels like maybe they put their hand over it feels the warmest or they hold them in their hand, it feels the warmest, or they just draw to one of them, they pick that piece of paper up. Uh, you can also, of course, do it energetically, where you get a sense of the question, you know, so you might even ask, uh, and you use the word truth in front of it. So something that I learned through access consciousness, when we ask truth in front of it, it goes beyond our conclusions. So if we say truth business, would having an in-person class in Ireland in 2019 create the future we desire and then you just pay attention does that make you feel lighter does it make you smile does it make your shoulders just like relax like what what occurs when you ask that and then what I like to do is I always ask the opposite so I can again kind of like the muscle testing the yes 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 no 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 I get a baseline so that when I ask so truth uh, having an in-person class in Ireland in 2019 decays the future I desire then you have a, you, you know, okay, well, the first one was whatever it was, felt yummy, you smiled. And the second one was heavy and you pouted or something like that. Like that's how you start to get a sense of it. So it doesn't, it's not rocket science. It can actually be really easy to commune or communicate or talk with or chat with whatever words you want to use with your business and start allowing it to contribute to its creation. Your business asked for you. Your business knocked on your door. You didn't do it by yourself. You might feel like you did. You might feel like you were the one who just decided one day to start the business. I promise you, you didn't. It is a co-creation. You may not have continued that co-creation, but it is a co-creation. And for more about this topic, one of the books that I refer so many people to is something called Big Magic with Elizabeth, by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks about this in depth. And it's so eye-opening. And it makes so, like when I read it, it was just like this, like this. And basically it's that, is that all of these creations are creating they're they're looking for who can create with them and the cool thing with that is you're not the only one so if you don't answer the door they will continue on they will go find somebody who will and they and I don't say that from the place of so open the door you have to do it that's not it at all I'm from what it shows at least it showed me is that it was so insignificant when I truly got that, my, like the business that I co-create with, if I wouldn't have answered the door in 2002, would have found somebody else, it, it's, it becomes just a choice then. Whereas when I was operating from the energy of, well, I chose this business and I, you know, I've worked hard in it and I've, you know, like we make it so significant instead of like, wow, it could have went anywhere. It stopped at me. And I don't know how many people it stopped at before it stopped at me. Maybe no one, maybe a million. And I opened the door. 
So just recognize that with the business that you get to play with or the businesses that you get to play with. You just open the door. And your business is grateful for that. So what can you create together? What, did it, what was it aware of that it knocked on your door? Yeah, and what are you aware of that you opened the door? And you don't have to have answers for those questions. Just recognize this isn't like a, an accident. This didn't just happen. This isn't, it, it's something that you're co-creating. And when you get clear on what you would like the business to be like, and then you ask the business, and then together you start playing from that space. Now that is a totally different energy because it's like you're both working towards the same target. When you're trying to do it by yourself, there's a lot, well, (laughs) I was going to say there's a lot of control. There's total control. And when there's control, there's very little room for possibilities. In fact, there's probably no possibilities when there's total control. So as you start to let go of control and take it from me, the control freak of magnitude or you know, um, previously the control freak of magnitude, you don't have to let go of total control for this, for you to start having the possibilities to show up because you probably won't let go of control overnight. There's going to be bits and pieces and bits and pieces and these things start to shift and change. And then as you let go of a little bit of control on one thing and maybe a little bit more on another thing in different pieces, then all the possibilities can start to show up. And then you'll start to be aware and more and more aware, even as aware as the business is eventually, if you like to be, uh, which then becomes even a more potent co-creation. Yeah, because imagine, imagine the business as, you know, this energetic consciousness. It has a consciousness of its own. It's an energy uh, that is desiring to be a certain way on the planet. I don't mean a certain way like there's only one way. There's probably a billion ways it's desiring to show up. But it has a desire of the money each month. It has a desire of the creations. It has a desire uh, who it would like to have play with it. So it has kind of all of this. And it's, I'm going to say it's like up-leveled compared to maybe where you are with it. So when you have somebody on like a business partner who is as up-leveled as your business is, who is asking the bigger asks, who has no crazy around the doubt that they can do it, it's probably impossible, like none of the stuff that you might play with. (sighs) And, uh, you know, get the energy of how much more you could create and how much more the business could be by you allowing it to do that. So you going, wow, thank you. Thank you for showing me that instead of the 5,000 a month, you would like 12,000 a month. Okay, let's do it. And you start going into what we'll talk about in the next segment uh, around asking for what you would like. But you get to to co-create with what I'm gonna call like a master in business. You get to co-create with a master in business. And not just a master in business, a master in that business, the business that you're co-creating with. You get to co-create with them. And it's just about you, one, being willing to commune with it, being willing to take five minutes a day even. You could do it while you're in the shower. You don't have to have special time. Just fit it into your day. If you truly are desiring to create the business as if by magic, find a way to build that into your everyday routine so you are truly creating with the business so that it can be what it is asking to be on the planet. All right, we are going to head to break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. 
If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about steps to creating your business as if by magic. And the first step was to chat with it. Allow it to have a voice, commune with it, talk with it, whatever you want to call it, just do it. Allow it to contribute to you. It has, it has such big asks that it knows it can receive, it can create, and it knows that you can contribute to creating it. Just being in that allowance and allowing it to do that can contribute beyond, beyond, beyond words. So the second one is to ask for what you would like. Now, I have to tell you, I have been doing a, it was called 21 Days to Choosing and Creating a Successful Business with a group of phenomenal entrepreneurs. And I've never done something like this before. This is brand new to me. I, I mean, I, <laughs> as a group, I should say, I have been asking and, uh, you know, setting targets and actualizing. I've been doing all sorts of awesome things. And I have never done asking for what I would like with a group of people. And, and basically I, I worded their asks, although they change a bit kind of every day, uh, but I worded them in a way to incorporate everybody's targets in. So there's not as many maybe specifics as my own personal asks, but they're, they're, the energy is there. And because, of course, some people have an ask of $500 a month in their business, and some people have the ask of 500000 a month in their business. So, you know, we just found a way to, to incorporate it for everybody. So we've been doing this asking together every day. And I'm not sure, maybe we're on day 10. I don't even know, to be honest, what day we're on. doesn't matter. Holy fucking hell. Is it amazing? And I had no clue, I had no clue what getting together on a daily basis with a group of people who are asking very similarly what that could actually create. And it has just been blowing my mind. I mean, so, so, so phenomenal what has been actualized. And with that said, you don't actually have to do it in a group. Uh, you know, just just even asking. When you look back at, at step one and you got clear on what you would like and what your business would like and, and come together and create, you know, these the things you're clear on. There's some things that are going to be just an energy and that's cool too. We can ask energetically. It doesn't have to be all specific in words, but you do have some things. And just make a list of them. And start asking for them. Now, how do you ask for a certain amount of money? One of the ways that I love to ask, and it kind of sounds a little bit funny, but it's, it's just, it really works for me. Again, do what works for you. Uh, is I wonder what it would be like to actualize at least... And then you can put in your amount, $500 a month, $50,000 a month, $500,000 a month, whatever your ask is, and ask that every day. And so 
the wonder piece for me is that when I ask it, I actually wonder. (laughs) I'm not just saying it. I'm truly like when I'm saying like, I wonder what it would be like to actualize at least uh, $500,000 a month as if by magic. Like, I wonder what that would be like. Oh, I wonder what that would be like. And I close my eyes and I truly, truly wonder because I'm curious. Now, when you're in that place of wonder, that's when you'll start to become aware of what's required. And it may not show up as whatever you're wondering about. It can show up totally different. If you're asking for $500,000 a month, it maybe only will show up as 5000 but you'll also start getting more and more aware of other possibilities. So it might not show up for three years as 500,000, but by wondering it now and, and actually choosing it now and then wondering and asking for it now, then starts to move that forward. And this is where you want to be really aware with stuff like this is that you don't want to get caught up in, my goodness, I have asked for it 10 times over the past, you know, 21 days and it hasn't actualized, so I'm doing it wrong. It's like, no. And that's, I guess, what I love also about the wondering piece is that it, it opens it up. Yes, we can, we can ask for some specific things. We can have some things that we know we would like and allow there to be space around those things too. Because if you're currently actualizing, say, $5,000 a month, and I mean, I, I probably wouldn't say if you're currently actualizing 5000 I don't know that I would have the ask to be 500000 I usually suggest to people and always follow what's true for you. Uh, but I usually suggest for people maybe one like one times that or like double it or one and a half times. Because uh, sometimes if we're making $5,000 a month, to ask for 500000 is such a big stretch that it doesn't actually read energetically. So it seems like, oh yeah, I'm going to ask for that. It's so exciting. But you actually wouldn't take action on it. Whereas if the number is more uh, attainable to you, more possible, you're more likely to be aware of what's actually required. So if you were making $5,000 a month and you were asking, say, for $10,000, then it just totally changes. So like, I wonder what it would be like to actualize at least $10,000 a month I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what that would be like. And you just wonder it. And you just get in the energy of it. And then all of a sudden, and it might not be at the same time as you're wondering. In fact, it probably won't be, to be honest. It'll probably come later or maybe as you're falling asleep at night or when you're talking to a friend or you're standing in line at the supermarket and there's people talking in front of you. But suddenly you will get the the what i like the the ideas the pops the the energies the things to do the people to call like you'll get these things and it'll it'll match the energy of what you've been wondering about and it may not make sense <laughs> in fact it probably won't so if you're willing just to follow that energy then maybe you won't make the $10,000 a month for 2 years And what you create in that time in between is so much more. So this is the other piece of actually actually being honest with you of some of the things you would like that you do have words for. Then that also contributes to creating what you'd like beyond the words. But a lot of people say, oh, you know, I don't want to be specific because I don't want to maybe jinx the universe or stuff like that. And it's like, okay. And a lot of times we don't do it because then if we ask, then one, we don't want to be disappointed if we don't receive it. Or two, if we ask, we know we'll receive it. And if we receive it, then we'll be even more different than the people around us. So by not asking, we get to stay in the, oh, you know, I'd really like it to be different, but it's not different. And if this is the way it is, you know, like that crazy, instead of going, hey, yeah, I would love to actualize at least 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, 500,000, whatever that number is for you. And again, check in with the business as we talked about in the first part. 
And then start wondering. I wonder. I wonder. And it just opens you up. Plus, you can wonder anywhere. <laughs> like You can be, you know, trying to fall asleep at night and you can be wondering about things or you can be on the bus and wondering about things. Like it's, it's also really a really cool way to change the, where, where your head is going, especially if you're going down the crazy uh, rabbit hole. So let's say uh, it's coming up to the end of the month and you don't have the money you'd like and you really should, you know, you've decided you really should have the money and you're suddenly going down that I didn't do this and I should have done that and like all that crazy. And if you stop, the minute you catch yourself in that, stop and go, okay, like I wonder what it would be like to have the money. I wonder what it would be like for the money to show up right away as if by magic. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Because you've went then from creating more of the drama trauma by being in the crazy to changing it to asking for what you truly do, do desire, which is having the money. And I mean, I'm using money. It could be many things. It could be clients. It could be more product sales. It could be staff. How many people complain about the staff or the lack of staff when that's actually what they end up asking for is the lack of it or bad staff instead of going, wow, okay, yeah, I see this needs to change. Okay, like I wonder what it would be like to have staff that support the business. I wonder what it would be like for the business to actualize the staff that they know that the business knows would contribute. I wonder what that would be like. And you just go into wondering and wondering and wondering. And it can be really simple. This is a question from Access Consciousness. So simple. Like, I wonder what else is possible that I've never even considered. I wonder what else is possible that I've never even considered. Huh. I wonder what else is possible that I've never even considered. Again, it's a great way to change if your mind is going somewhere, if it's taking you down the crazy, stop and just go into that really open-ended question. Or you can make it more specific. I wonder what else is possible for the business that I've never even considered. I wonder what else is possible with revenue streams that I've never even considered. I wonder what's possible with having more money than I never imagined possible that I've never even considered. Like you can put anything in there. Just make sure you also get into the energy of wondering. So if you look at the things that you wrote down in terms of what you'd like your business to be and what your business would like and like have that whole picture, now you just can go make it as I wonder questions. So it becomes where you're curious about it. And that curiosity is what will open the doors. And one of the things in asking these questions every day with this group of entrepreneurs, uh, you know, it was so cool. Somebody who knows nothing about what I've been asking for or what we've been asking for, uh, you know, posted in one of my groups. She's actually my web lady. She's amazing. And she just said, hey, you know, Glenice, I, do you happen to have your transcripts of the radio show on Kindle? Because I would love to be highlighting things. And I don't. <laughs> so, but I've been asking for one more revenue streams. I've been asking uh, what I could add to the Insider Club. But, you know, I'd been asking. I'd been in this space of, you know, especially all this, you know, days and days and days with the group energy. And so she said that. And I said, you know, no, I don't. And, you know, let me look into it kind of type of like. And I was just curious. I was like, I wonder wonder what that would look like. And I looked into the one resource that I know because I use rev.com a lot to uh, transcribe stuff. And that's, it's, it would be pricey for four shows in a month, but okay, that's one possibility. Mm -hmm, okay, wondering, wondering. A uh, couple hours later, my sweet friend Angela, she says, hey, you know, I noticed Michelle's post in, in your group about the Kindle. She said, I found out about this really cool thing online and you basically can put your audio in and it makes it into an ebook. <laughs> I'm not sure how many hours were between, you know, Michelle's post to Angela's response, you know, just kind of private message to me, but it was very few. 
And to me, that's the energy of being in wonder, the being in not the conclusion, because probably in the past, I would have, you know, read Michelle's post, done a little bit of research, found out it would be, you know, probably cost me $250 US a month to transcribe them. And that's just the the audio to now I need somebody to do the, you know, the typing or like the editing and stuff. And, you know, that's about the time that my conclusion would have taken over instead of going, huh, okay, so yeah, that's one way. And I wonder, like, I wonder what else is possible. And then came this other thing. And I'll be honest right now. I mean, I'm going to try it on this show. I don't even know if it's going to be something that, that I will do or not do. But it's so cool how it's like truly the universe has our back when we are willing to, when we're willing to receive and not go to conclusion. But also I didn't go straight to kind of the, what I might've done years ago of, oh my gosh, Michelle asked, I have to do it. I've got to get this done. How can I get it done? I've got to figure it out. It's got to be perfect. And, and because Michelle asked, and because I'd been asking about it, this is a sign and like all of that crazy either. Like it's truly just this space of possibilities. And this, this um, program has like a seven day trial. So I get to try it out and say, hey, this is really cool or huh, maybe not, who knows, but I get to try it. So asking for what you would like and then allowing it to show up, allowing it to come from people's suggestions, allowing it to come from, you know, your social media, allowing it to come from your, maybe you have a dream at night, maybe your spouse says something, maybe you see somebody else doing something really cool in business that goes, wow, that'd be cool to add to my business. Like allowing it, allowing yourself to receive from everything. And that to me is the, the gift when we start asking is that things start to show up. And then our, our next step is to just allow ourselves to be curious about those things showing up. So we don't go, want to go back to conclusion in any way to saying, oh, this is perfect or this is horrible. Just go back into, huh, I wonder, I wonder. And then of course... Like what I will do, and I mean, I did a little bit with, you know, getting the program in the first place, but once this show is done and transcribed and put into the ebook, then I will sit down with the business and be like, hey, does this work? Is this fun for you? Do you like this format? Like, you know, so it's, it's like I'm bringing the business partner back and we will have the meeting about it. And I mean, I make it sound so kind of black and white. Uh, and it's not, I, I have like, <laughs> I'm going to say it's like an ongoing business meeting in, in my energy, not even in my head, but in my energy. So if I would have, let's say, uh, you know, downloading the program, and it just started to feel icky, or just not quite yummy, or, you know, like had that kind of ugh in it, that to me is part of the business meeting. So you want to do that. And I've also have many years of experience with this. So if you're new to it, you might need the, the actual, you know, five minutes a day or 10 minutes or 20 minutes on a certain thing that you're asking about where it is maybe feels a little bit more black and white. That's cool. And I still will do that. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and I'm also willing to pay attention kind of with every choice that I'm making of is it yummy and expansive and feel uh, spacious or ick? Or do I keep forgetting about it? Or do I get annoyed when I look at it? Because those things too can be great information, at least for me. You just really want to pay attention for you. And what is that? What, what is, how does it show up for you? Sometimes we get annoyed. <laughs> and then it can be funny because we get more distracted with the annoyed, like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? Maybe somebody's asked you to, to write in their magazine. And you, you know, you should, I'm using air quotes, feel really excited about that and grateful. And every time you sit down to write, you feel annoyed. That's just information. You just want to go to question with it. You don't want to assume that you shouldn't write for it. And you don't want to assume you're a judgmental person. Uh, and that's why you're annoyed and what's wrong with you. Neither of those. Just go to, hey, what is this? What's going on? Business? Truth? Do you desire for, for this, uh, you know, for me to write in this magazine? Maybe it's a different topic the business is asking for. Maybe it's a different um, magazine issue. Maybe it doesn't want to go in the one you're looking at right now. It wants to go in the next one. Who knows? But just allow it all to be information and ask more questions around it. And don't forget to wonder. Wonder, wonder. Like, I wonder. 
I wonder what it would be like to create, blah, blah, blah. I wonder what it would be like to do, blah, blah, blah. I wonder what it would be like to have, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, have, be, do, create, generate, actualize, whatever the words are. But wonder, wonder, wonder is what will allow you to be aware of the possibilities. And then you get to choose from there. All right, on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about steps to creating your business as if by magic. And, and you get to create it, like, and co-create it, of course. We talked about that in segment one, uh, where your business is not you, you are not it, it's a separate energy, and you're co-creating it. But really get, like, take a moment with that. Steps to creating your business. Like, you get to create it. So what would you like it to be like? And I know I talked about this in segment one, but I'm really wondering, like, if you take a moment and really get the energy, and I know, co-create, right, the business, but get that. You don't have to be like other people doing similar business. You don't even have to do business in the way that anybody on the planet does it. You get to create the business and slash co-create with the business for what you would like it to be. I know I'm probably sounding ridiculous right now, but please stop and take a moment with that. You get to create it. What would you like it to be? A lot of times, and, and I know I did this myself when I went from employed to self-employed back in 2002, I ran my business much like I operated my, uh, my working life prior. So I was still employed. I just had it different. I didn't ever look at, hey, what would be fun for me? What would I like? Or, you know, really, I chose not to be employed anymore. So there were aspects of being employed that I didn't love, but I still instituted those aspects because that's what you did. But it doesn't have to be. You actually get to create the business. You, what would you like because this is, this is a huge part for people in, in anything. I mean, we're talking about business today. I could be talking about your body. I could be talking about your relationship. I could be talking about your finances. All of these things would fit into those. So what would you like it to be like? And what if you have kind of the biggest dream? 
like allow yourself to dream really big doesn't mean it's going you're going to create it like that tomorrow and that may not be what you're looking for tomorrow either but if you if you look at what would you like you know years ago I read a book called um, the four-hour work week with Tim Ferriss and maybe that's something you desire like is working four hours a week something that that you would just lights you up or would you you know would you rather be working maybe 60 hours and I know that people will be like, ooh, who wants to do that? There's people. <laughs> There's people who love to do that. So if, you're, if you get to create it and you get to co-create it with that, like with the business, what is it you would like? What is it you would like? And then once you have that and you're asking for what you would like, now we're going to start playing with the energy of it. And that what you would like may change, like once we start choosing something. So when I did that, so what I, what I was asking for all those years ago, <laughs> and I so laugh at myself now, uh, I started out my business, I was doing Reiki and clinical hypnotherapy. And what I was asking for was eight sessions a day. Now, <laughs> guess what? That's an eight-hour workday, okay? So that's what I was working when I was, when I was employed. I was working eight hours a day. So in my world, asking for eight clients a day made perfect sense because I'm still operating from employed uh, mentality. However, <laughs> if you've ever done a session, an hour-long session, and all of these were in person, so back then I didn't do anything online, um, everything was in person. If you've ever done an in-person session or you've went for an in-person session, you know there's a few minutes before you, uh, you know, before you get on the table, depending on what you're having done or, or start the session, whatever that is. There's a few minutes there. There's a few minutes after. You can't always say it's going to be exactly an hour. So for the most part, I would leave a half an hour between sessions. Well, guess what? Eight times 1.5 is. It's a lot. <laughs> and I'm, oh my gosh, it's 12. I literally just had to grab my calculator. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Anyway, so it's 12. Like it's, that's a 12 hour day. Now, of course, back then, I wasn't actualizing what I was asking for at any rate or anything. So, you know, probably on average, I had three or four clients a day, which actually made more sense. But really, it starts giving you that sense of like, wait, <laughs> asking for eight, and, and I just had um, three, and my day, you know, I'm, I'm good, this is, I'm done. So then you start changing your asks, right? So that's the other thing too, is that don't be afraid to ask because you can change it. You can change it. You can either have it show up and go, wow, this isn't fun. Or you can have it not show up and go, oh, ah, thanks universe. I didn't want that anyway. And so what I eventually got to was I did three client hours a day. So however that showed up. So now I'm talking probably six years, five or six years later, when I got really clear in terms of how many hours a day I like to work with clients. Uh, so this could be back now at that point. Now I'm doing phone stuff. I'm doing in-person stuff. And I was also offering half hour sessions because I did a lot of work as a professional medium. So those can be done in half hour sessions and such. So then that's what I, what I went for is I had you know six client or sorry three client hours a day which could take you know anywhere from from uh you know probably four hours to six hours depending on the time in between and stuff like that and that's what I found really worked for me but it took me time so don't be afraid to ask for what you you know where you're at right now ask for that and it might be eight client sessions a day there's nothing wrong with it ask for it and then you can change it. Or maybe you only want two client sessions a day. If that's what your business is based on, ask for it and then change it if it doesn't work for you. And that really is like, it's, I guess it's, I'm going to say it's another step to creating your business as if by magic is the willingness to change it. The willingness to say, hey, that doesn't work. And you don't have to announce it. And sometimes you do. Like if, you're, if your business is 
uh, has usual hours, let's say you're a storefront business and you're open Monday to Friday, uh, 10 a.m. until 7 p.m., and then you realize that there's not much, you know, going on from 6 to 7 at night, and it just doesn't feel fun to be open, and your business doesn't desire to be open, and you change, like, be willing to change it. Be willing to be flighty. This is often what people will judge us for if we change things. Um, Even if we change things only once every 10 years, it's like, oh my God, you're always changing things. Like, oh my God. (laughs) And be willing to change it every 10 10 seconds, every 10 minutes. Like change it when it doesn't work. Because then you're in the constant flow of it. And so when we talk about asking now so you've got you've you've got clear on what you'd like the pieces you would like so there's a lot of stuff energetically like I say that you don't have words for that's okay like when you don't like when you're asking what else is possible that I've never even considered you're asking it's it's a much more open ask when you ask that question it's an energetic ask and all of the billions of doors of possibilities start to open which to me is why it's also important to have both the specific asks and the, the, the I'm going to say like the more general asks, the energetic asks, the all like all of it, all of it be asking. And then this, this kind of like this third step is around playing with the energies that come in and, and pop for you. Now, I'm not sure exactly how to put this into words to, to really contribute. Uh, but there's probably things in your business day, uh, depending on what sort of business that you have. Now, if you have a storefront, you might have, when you're in the shower, you might start just having a, and you know, a, a visual of a display case that needs to be turned around or shifted or something, or might come in while you're listening to your husband talk about his rough day and all of a sudden, you know, you've got, oh, wait, I should really turn that around. I should change that up. Or uh, if you're, you know, maybe you have a business like mine where you've creating different classes and different uh, events and stuff like that. So then they kind of come in and, and, I, and all of us are different. So really starting to pay attention to this. But this to me is, is a piece that often doesn't get talked about. One, because <laughs> The words for it are not so easy, and I know that you guys will will you know receive the energy of it, uh, and and it's like things will just start talking to me energetically, and I don't mean a voice in my head, uh, but just energetically. And I remember the very very first time that I did this, and it wasn't so much that it was talking to me, is that I actually went searching for it. So it was January, and uh, I think maybe twenty. 2005. uh, And I was like, you know, it's January. So you want to offer something for the new year. And so I was like, okay, you know what, I'm going to take my pen and my paper. And this is how I would do it back then. And go and sit into in what I called my Reiki room or my husband, I called our the Reiki room. Yeah. And just be in there until this, this energy, until I had words for the energy. So I knew there was something but I didn't have words for it. I didn't know what I was going to call it. So I went into the room, I sat down, I closed my eyes, and all of a sudden it was like I got this download of information, and within, I'm not sure, five or ten minutes later, I had all of the pieces of what what was called the Create the Life Your Heart Desires program. And then I, like, <laughs> I shocked myself and walked out of there and just was like, whoa, and then went and put it all together. And, and how does it get any better than that? Like, and that's the stuff that, I mean, I still do that. It's maybe shows up a little bit different now. I think what's different for me now with how it shows up is I don't necessarily go looking for it anymore. And it could be because I have so much more on the go. Whereas back then, I mean, I didn't probably have anything other than private sessions and, you know, this one program where right now I've got a lot on the go, uh, which I'm super grateful for. So I don't necessarily go looking for things, but they come to me and they come to me in all sorts of ways. And usually it's paper and pen that I use to write it down. That's just a way that I find that works. I've tried to do it on my phone, try to do it on my computer and it just doesn't work for me. But if I can write it out of my hand, uh, like just on a piece of paper and then I will transfer it. 
and different than in 2005. I actually have, uh, you know, Trisha who, who plays in the business with me. I can, I can ask her to do it, you know, so those pieces that I used to do and I'll still do them. If I, if required, I will put things together. If I have, you know, she has a lot on the go with other stuff I've given her or whatever. I mean, I can, I can step in and do it. And you don't have to, you know, if the, it's stuff that you don't know how to do, you don't have to, you can, you can have teams to take care of this sort of stuff for you. What this piece is about, what this step is about is really starting to, if you don't already, maybe you do, but if you don't start paying attention to how does that energy show up for you and do you take the time or the space you know, like, so for myself, before I would, you know, basically close myself off, I would get out of the computer, away from the internet, away from the distractions, take my pen and paper, that's what worked for me. Yours might be in the shower, yours might be in the bathtub, yours might be uh, playing with your kids at night. And so if that's the case, if it usually shows up in other times, where you maybe don't have a pen and paper or the space, is there something? Can you jot a couple notes on your phone or something? Um, so you're not distracting yourself from what you're doing with your family or whatever. And you're also honoring how it's showing up. And so back to the book, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. I mean, she talks about this, this, this poet and this poem and how the poet will be out working in the fields years and years ago. And you know, she, you know, she could perceive the coming, coming her, her over the years. And as soon as she could perceive it, she had to run to the house to get a pen to write it down so that when it came by, she could write it out. And there was one time as it was going by, I mean, she grabbed it, but she grabbed just the end of it. So the poem came out backwards. And that's, that's to me how I perceive this stuff that comes through us, uh, you know, along with the business as a creation or like, you know, has a consciousness of its own. So does everything, whether you're selling a product, a display case in your store, you're creating a product, you're selling, a, you're, you're creating a class, a session, whatever. All of those have consciousnesses too. So how can they come? And it's not that you have to, um, it's not that you have to, you have to like, you know, stop whatever you're doing and, and get it wrote down for it. Like you're not a victim to it. So you want to be aware of that too. Uh, Cause Elizabeth also talks about how I can't remember which, which musician was in a car and he could, he didn't even have a piece of paper to write down the song that was coming to him. And he's like, listen, like if, if you want to be kind of birthed into the world you need to come back when I have time when I got paper otherwise go visit some other musician who can who can create you and I just love that because it's so true like we're not a victim to it we're not um you know it's slave so we can ask it to come back and if you know that you have lots of ideas pop in the evening when you're playing with your kids you can have something beside you just to jot a do a few things down and then when they go to bed you can look at it or the next day or whatever so this step really is about you being present with how that energy shows up for you and how then can you co-create with it. So how can you write it down? What works for you best? Maybe it's speaking it. Maybe recording a voice audio and getting somebody to transcribe it later of something or writing it on your phone or like whatever. Find a way that where those, as that energy starts popping, because what I know is the more that you do that, the more that it will show up for you, right? <laughs> so get your like creation dancing shoes on my sweet friends, because this is, this is a piece that I'm so excited that I actually haven't been able to speak about really ever before in this way. And so I wonder, I wonder what we've changed. I wonder what's possible now, like, Truly, truly, truly. Now, I would love to invite you to come and play business creation with me for three months. We're going to start in March 2019. And yeah, I am just so, so excited because if we can have this conversation on a radio show that goes out to hundreds of thousands of people, I wonder what we can do as a you know, potentially smaller group. I, hey, what would it take to have 100,000 people uh, or more? and potentially smaller group of people about really playing with that energy and not just like how that energy shows up for you. Not that there's just one energy, but how it shows up for you and how can you then start 
contributing to each other and co-creating with each other. And yeah, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So uh, watch for details. It will be also, of course, in the radio show section on my webpage. It'll be under the information on SoundCloud. Uh, Message me, email me, whatever you need to do to find the information. The Business Creation Club for 2019. I am just so, so excited for what is asking to be created in the club and then, of course, what's possible for all of us beyond it. (sighs) How does it get any better? So thank you for listening in and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenise Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.